Welcome to the Beer Run, part of the BS and Beer family. The only Saints podcast with a two-drink minimum and takes as bad as the weather is going to be this uh, weekend in Cleveland. That's a joke, boy. You missed it. Went right past you. You got to keep, I say you got to keep on your toes. Put toes, Addy. I'm the California Cajun. With me as always is Little Dice and our special guest, Pink Boy of the Hour, a real-life Browns fan. They exist, I swear to God. This one's name is Marcus, and we're going to talk to him today. How you guys doing? <laughs> hey. How What's you up, doing? Greg? My guy, Marcus, he comes from the Drunk Riders podcast. If anybody's interested in roller coasters, amusement parks, and just general foolishness on a podcast, you know? Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> That's the show to go to. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I've been listening for a while, man. Uh, you guys are really entertaining. So um, I would say, guys, give them a listen, man. Anywhere podcasts are found, the Drunk yep. Riders. We are. Uh, I got to ask, I got to ask, as an avid drinker myself, how do you not throw up every time you go on a roller coaster drunk? Like, I could never figure that that magic combination of things out. So funny enough, um, very patiently and um, <laughs> hopefully, oh, wait, wait, without, um, I'm going to try to pop in there. Um, with <laughs> Don't ride anything that spins. Let's just say yeah, that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That Ask the secret Quickly. right there. Typically, yeah. I just drink until I think it's spinning anyway, and uh, it kind of saves me the trip to the amusement park. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, on the beer run, man, we got four downs. We're going to talk about the game yesterday versus the Falcons. We're going to get into some pick them. And of course, we're going to preview the game versus the Browns with the help of our guy, Marcus. So referees, get out there, spot the ball. Let's get this thing going. First Saints. All right, Craig, what you drinking today, bruh? Okay, listen, listen. It is the holiday season. It's not, though. It's Christmas time. It is a Christmas season. Fight me. I don't give a shit. Uh, I got some holly jelly eggnog right here. This is Evan Williams' bottle of eggnog. So it came a little bit of whiskey in it. You know how we do on the beer run. So I've also got a little bit of Crown Royal uh, salted Ooh. caramel in here. A little, nice. a little sprinkle of nutmeg on the top because we festive in here. We're having a good time. It's delightful. <laughs> it's, uh, I could not imagine drinking this any time out of like the one week before Christmas. It's like drink, <laughs> drinking a freaking dessert. It's like a pie in a glass. I don't know how yeah. the hell. But you, you see in movies, you get the big like punch bowl of them. How the mm-hmm. hell is anybody drinking this with any kind of quantity? This is... Ugh. I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, the one thing that we do on the show that apparently is stolen from his show is we have the pop, and uh, I can't exactly pop an eggnog, but I have backup <clears throat> beers because I am going to be drinking with not only a Saints fan, but a Browns fan, and that requires alcohol. So my backup beer is here to play with us, too. <laughs> All right. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right, Marcus, what you got today, man? I got a platform brewing company. They're based in um, Columbus. Um, Breezy, the sour ale. Delicious. I got a 12-pack a while ago, and I have been slowly but surely mowing it down. 
And nice. uh, yeah, I, I love uh, Columbus is known for having a metric ton of breweries. So uh, I've I've so many beers from there that I absolutely love. So, yep. Okay. When he Platform. says uh, when he says nice and slowly, he means he bought it today and he's not out yet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm going to go ahead and roll with the eggnog once again. <laughs> I've got a little bit of fireball in there. And um, yeah, that's that's what we're rolling with today. All good in the hood, baby. <laughs> also in Ohio. Yes. <laughs> Dale, you, right. you got you to support me when I make my random digs and terrible jokes. And this, uh, <laughs> it's not the kind of teamwork that we're supposed to be subjecting our new friend to. Listen, man, I'm trying to trying to keep the train rolling. OK, keep the train rolling. All right. That's your and... job. I'm here to drink. <laughs> Being from Ohio my whole life, I'll just agree because that's just a fact right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're sending a big shout out to our new partners over at Sports Talk with Friends. We're going to be teaming up with them to bring you some different personalities and points of view. This season is going to be a lot of fun. So go over to their Facebook group and check them out Sports Talk with Friends. Second down. All right. Cesar Ruiz landing on IR after this game. I was kind of surprised to see him land on IR here. Um, yeah. Did you see an injury here? Uh, you know what? I, it looked like he got uh, a little slowed down over the course of the game. So I, you could hmm. tell that he wasn't, he wasn't feeling it. But that I don't necessarily saw anything happen. Uh, look, full transparency, everybody. We recorded this show a little bit out of order, so we uh, we are very well and truly buzzing it already. We have got a few drinks under our belt, so <laughs> we're going to be a little bit looser than a normal podcast. I hope everyone have a good time with that. It's called the beer run. You know what you signed up for. <laughs> uh, Ruiz going down hurts. Uh, he had been playing well. Um, yeah. Dale, as a guy who didn't play a ton of football personally, is this mm-hmm. the first time that you've personally taken out an opposing uh, a player? Uh, he's hurt because of you talking shit, so this is your fault. It's the first time that you've heard another player. Uh, do you feel good about yourself? Or uh... This was like, what, second quarter or something? Mm-hmm. He like, missed his block on a short-yarded situation, totally whiffed on the block. Mm-hmm. He blocked nobody on the play. Kamar had the third and one situation. Kamar was dropped for a loss. We, we could have gotten his first down, but I, I, I don't know what he thought he was supposed to do. Anyway, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Um, but he just got confused, you know, uh, he thought he was playing baseball. He was a pitcher. He wanted to throw a no hitter. It happens. Um, yeah, the, the, we make all the jokes we want. It is a loss. It, it, yeah, the fact yeah. that we're still fighting for our playoff lives with now Throckmorton at right guard. Yeah. It's a problem. You're absolutely right about that, Craig. Right, let's look at the special teams from, uh, the previous game. Blake Gillikin had like 45 yards averaging on a punt. Um, I didn't notice anything else really from special teams besides that. I don't trust Gilly. I mean, Uh, I just don't trust him. Whenever the game is on the line and it's close Mm -hmm. and we really need to to push him back, man, it makes me nervous. We did have that one really good punt. We downed at, I think, the one. That was an excellent job. Uh, Mm -hmm. But again, that was more coverage team than Gilly. He's got a big leg. It's it's not that I don't think he's talented. It's, I think he's got a little bit of the yips, you know. He gets nervous. There's a couple of times late in games where he's just shanked one. We right. desperately needed to kick deep. I think both both of those games, if we kick if we pin him real deep, we have a much better chance of winning. 
Uh, so he makes me nervous. Uh, Lutz is okay. He didn't do anything egregious. He's back to being quiet and consistent. Yeah, so you extra points. Oh, no problem from that. Yeah. I would have um, liked to score a little more fucking points and give him some more chances, but absolutely. that's not on <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's on Pete C. <laughs> um, yeah, we will get to that in the offense for sure. Uh, let's look at the D. We had one fumble recovery, four sacks, but we gave up 231 yards rushing. We, we definitely got a problem three with picks, that. which was which was impressive. <laughs> how how many times does Taylor have to make a, a dramatic interception for it to be like, oh, actually, he didn't. He stepped out of bounds, or oh, actually, uh, yeah, the the tip of the ball hit the ground. He keeps freaking teasing me with all these almost <laughs> interceptions. He's almost the best defensive uh, rookie I've ever seen, but not quite because he can't finish the jump. Uh, run defense is a real problem, and we don't have so much turnover that it should explain it. Yeah, the the change in safeties shouldn't be the deciding factor. They're safeties; they're not up on mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage. A weak defensive tackle could be a problem, but we were weak there last year, and we were great against the run. Uh, it is really perplexing, and it's really concerning, uh, and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, um, I, I think we're going to have to just get more young bodies uh, rotating that middle of the line. That's the only solution I can possibly come up with. Um, the part of the problems is um, the stretch plays. Um, we're linebackers just not not filling, so that could be that could be Davis getting old. Maybe <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Maybe, but both both uh, Ellis and Werner have been playing really well, uh, getting sideline mm. to sideline. So uh, I think a lot of it is that the 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 D tackles aren't chewing up the blocks. Mm-hmm. You're getting guards to second level and stuff. You know, did Mario Davis can be as badass as he wants. Uh, when a guard meets you in the hole, you're not going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You can't win that matchup too much. Um, the honey badger showed up one sack, two passes defended. Well, we, and we've been giving him a hard time. <laughs> yeah. We've been giving him a hard time all year with the, the missed tackles and stuff like that. But this was probably one of his better games this year. Yeah, definitely. It helps that they don't have any good receivers out of a rookie and they don't have a, a receiving threat at tight end and they don't throw to their running backs very well. So as long as they have no one to throw to and a rookie quarterback making his first start in a hostile environment, then yeah, our secondary can play pretty well. Um, that's what it takes, though. It takes <laughs> all of those things together. You know what? They're going to play pretty well this upcoming week, too, because it's going to be six degrees and windy. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, man, that's going to be brutal. Matthew is frustrating because he does have a couple of picks. He's made a couple of plays, but he's been kind of like Taylor. He's been really close on a bunch more. He has, I think, two different pick sixes he just dropped. And a couple of things go the other way, and we're talking about what a great signing he was and that we're in first place in the division. But instead, we're sitting here uh, hoping for magic to happen to get to the playoffs, and we all know it won't. (laughs) The Saints offense. We went five of eleven on third down. Lost one fumble. Uh, we were one of two in the red zone. Um, what are you seeing from Pete Carmichael as far as the play calling is concerned? I mean, are we just not so, calling the right plays here? What are we doing? So yes, uh, <laughs> he's uh, bad at his job and uh, should be fired accordingly. Um, the biggest problem I have is he don't have any. He doesn't have any nuts. Mm-hmm. No any balls. 
when we okay. get down, we we had two sco- two drives to start the game. Touchdown, touchdown. Got a rookie quarterback. It's in the dome. There's no reason it should have been a three-point scrape by stressful win. Yeah. We should have blown the fucking doors off these guys. And part of it is fumbling down at the goal line. If we score on that drive too, we're looking at 28 points and they're down multiple scores and it's a different situation. Maybe they don't make it as close. Maybe we're able to, to shut it down there. We let them hang around because the offense is so scared of losing the game that they won't go win it. Not aggressive enough. And we made aggressive plays early on. We had a Taysom Hill throwing a deep shot, which you know, he finally actually connected with one, which is amazing and beautiful. Uh, but then it, it turns into this vanilla Alvin Kamara at, you know, between the tackles, some Hill in a draw, but not in a sweep or power or anything that works. Um, Joan Johnson. I love how we're getting him involved. He's going to be a weapon. I, I like him. I want to get him re-signed. Uh, he needs to be able to block better so he can be on the field more often. But Troutman is an afterthought with what mm. Johnson can do in the receiving game. Uh, we got to be more aggressive on offense. Uh, you can't, the defense is good, but it is not good enough right. to score 21 points and then just put your hands up like, yeah, hey, that's plenty. We're good now. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it takes. Like, no, yeah. it isn't. I mean, we have old Cam Jordan and the ghost of Marcus Davenport on a mm. defensive end. We're not, we don't have enough on, on defense to just shut teams down like that. We need to score more points. And unfortunately, yeah. we're playing our next game. We're not going to score many. It's going to be cold. And I'm not saying that because we're an indoor team and we can't play in the elements. I'm saying that because we have a bad offense and we can't mm-hmm. not going to be able to throw the ball. That's why I'm saying that. Shut up, casuals. And we're going to be down. I, I love all. I love every one of our fans. I, I, I don't mean that. I'm sorry. I'll have a beer with you. Come, we're going to be on. down one of our better linemen, too. Like, honestly, like, I believe it's really good. <laughs> How this dare you? What? How fucking dare you tell what? me we're down one of our. All you do is shit on that guy. And now it's, oh, now we're down a good lineman. Oh, I hate you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> can't, a... You can't trash my boy all season and then he gets hurt and like, oh, well, we're down one of our best players. Shut up. Shut up, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give you props when you do good, but I'm going to give you crap when you do bad. And he missed that block. This guy don't say a goddamn thing about Ruiz when he has a great game and then he misses a block and I hear about it for a week. And that's a great compliment for all of us alive, right? Not mention you. <laughs> Unbelievable. What did you this think why about he plays fantasy football where you don't have to draft linemen? Yes, yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What, what did you think about the the touches for Taysom? Two passes, seven runs. Look, I love that we're we're letting him throw the ball. I think that's it, it makes the the runs more effective because you can't just load everybody up. There was a while where. He was in the game at quarterback. You knew it was a run, period, the end. What What are you doing? You know, put, put 12, 13 guys at the line. It's okay. The refs won't call it. You're playing the Saints. Um, <laughs> but now that he's being allowed to throw the ball, it's really yeah. making the run, especially the draw, more, more effective. Uh, and he showed, you know, he's not going to be a great passer. He's never going to be a great pocket passer. He's never going to be a great quarterback. He should not be the starting quarterback for the Saints. But he can make some throws. Mm-hmm. And like we saw this weekend, oh, actually, for the course of the season, he's made some big throws in big situations, and it's because he's got that ability. Uh, he's the only player in NFL history since the merger with 10 passing, 10 rushing, and 10 receiving touchdowns. That's pretty cool. It's a mm-hmm. cool stat right there. Doesn't mean he should be a starting quarterback, but it means he is a weapon. I appreciate him. I love yeah. him. He's one of my favorite players, and uh, I hope that we can 
uncork him a little bit. It's going to be cold. You're going to want to you're going to want to bully some people and run the ball, and you're going to be running a lot of power plays, specifically to the left where your line is healthy. Uh, I want to see Taysom get some carries this week. Taysom over under nine and a half runs this week. I'm taking. Damn it. I'm taking the under, but it should freaking be the over. We should run him <laughs> constantly, uh, but we won't because we don't want to win. Pete Carmichael is a saboteur. He wants us to be bad. So when he leaves us to join his boyfriend, Sean Payton in Los Angeles next year, then, Oh, look at how bad they were. <laughs> Fuck you, Pete Carmichael. Shut up. Third down for what? All right, man, let's get to our pick em. In the standings, we've got Rob two 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 seven eight still on top. Dave. It's amazing about Rob is he he's kicking all of our asses yeah. and doesn't even listen to our show. He just <laughs> doesn't even know we exist. He just has like a bunch of leagues he's in and then kicks everyone's ass and be like, I don't I don't actually care about these guys. But 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 it's nice to beat him. I can say stuff like "fuck you, Rob," and he'll never know. <laughs> Dave was at five. Craig, you're at 12. I'm still at four. Uh, I did see that uh, Kyle decided to drop down to number three. So he will yeah, not. To, to be fair, is he's got a new baby. He's, he's, yeah, it's yeah, amazing excuses. he's in the top whatever, okay? He's doing, he's doing fine. Excuses. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wasting too much time with that damn fantasy podcast you guys dribble on about. <laughs> Let's look at this game. Tampa Bay is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. On the road at Arizona. That's not enough. <laughs> Arizona's completely falling apart. You know, right. the, they've they've won one home home game in the last two seasons. You know who that was against? Um, Was it the Saints? Oh, yeah, it was the Saints. It was us. It was us on <laughs> Thursday night. Andy Dalton threw pick sixes in consecutive fucking drives. <sighs> <laughs> the, yeah. the Buccaneers are going to absolutely blow the doors off of, Carolina, of uh, the Cardinals. It won't be close. It won't be fun. It will finally snuff out all of our hope. And that, that's all there is to it. Season's over this week. Bookmark it. They clinched the division with a win, right? Um, see, you got me. I don't oh, believe maybe they don't. The maybe they don't clinch, but they eliminate us. Yeah. yeah. We're done this week, though. So I hope <laughs> everyone enjoyed beating Atlanta. I know I sure did. But our pain is <laughs> finally, finally coming to an end. I absolutely enjoy beating Atlanta. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucks minus the five and a half. Let's look at Detroit, who's a two and a half point favorite on the road at Carolina. We got on this one. I am, I'm drinking the Lion Kool-Aid, man. They yeah. were one and six, and now they're seven and seven. They've gone on a six and one run. It's ridiculous. The NFL, to, to turn it around that fast. Mm-hmm. And I, I love their head coach. I love Dan Calvin. Well, I'm, I'm, I miss him here. Yeah, man. He's he's a beast. <laughs> I love big, loud, mean JV football coaches that happen to be in the pros. He's, uh, <laughs> he's doing good, man. Um, yeah, I got the Lions. I think they're rolling right now. I don't I don't know mathematically if they can make the playoffs. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for them. Let's do this. Go Lions. Yeah. I'm with you. Give me the Lions minus the two and a half. Um, golf has been looking pretty good. The future is bright, I believe, in Detroit. Yeah, um, I've been saying it. They're trending in the right direction. That's going to be a good team. Yep. And they're good right now. They're going to be a really good team a couple of years down the road. Yeah. And the last game, Baltimore is a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite at Atlanta. 
seven and a half point favorite in Atlanta. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, is is Jackson back? He missed practice again today. That I'm not sure because um, I, I don't think he's playing. And if he's not playing, how do you have him a seven point seven favorite? Half, against right. Seven and, on anybody. That's my guess. The number says he's back. So interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that number came out before he missed practice today. Mm, possible. Interesting. Um, I I mean, I got Atlanta. They run they run the ball really well. I can't, man. Can you believe they ran for 200 plus yards and lost? Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> My God, only Atlanta can run for 200 yards and lose. My God. Um, yeah, I got Atlanta. Um I'm going to do it your diplomatic way and say that I think they beat the spread. Okay. Seven, seven and a half is a lot for a team that might win outright. Oh yeah. I I will disgustingly take Atlanta and I'll wash that terrible taste out of my mouth with some beer right here. Hmm. Yep. I'm with you. Give me Atlanta plus that seven and a half. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's too many points, especially if the quarterback is iffy. So he's at, at worst he's not going to be one hundred percent, right? Um, right. So <laughs> and a guy like him who's so dynamic and athletic and running all over the place, and even and I don't mean just running the ball. Uh, a lot of his passes he sets up by by eluding pressure and, and getting to the outside and, and making throws with his arm. Uh, it's still work. It's still physically really demanding his play style. And if you're doing it banged up, I'm ah, man. They do run the ball while their O line's pretty good. The defense is all right. Um, they're not a bad team. Then I don't wouldn't take them seven and a half on the road either. Yeah, I know Atlanta's, Atlanta's still playing for something. They're not out yeah, of this yet. Sure, they're not going to be able to run the ball for two hundred yards against Baltimore. Though I know that. <laughs> oh, only against us. Only we can allow two hundred yards on the ground. <laughs> we'll do it in consecutive weeks. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. All right, big game: Cleveland versus New Orleans. And we hear that you guys are leaving the air conditioning cranking up for us. It's supposed to be like negative nine degrees at the kickoff. What the hell, Marcus? Yeah, it's going to be cold. <laughs> I, I live I live just south of Cleveland in, in, in Akron, Canton area. So um, ah. today it's uh, 40. They were recording this bad boy. Um, okay. And uh, Friday is supposed to be seven. Oh, so seven. actually Thursday it's supposed to drop. Uh, from 42 is the high to one. So I'm excited for the next couple of days. We're supposed uh, to get a couple of just now. Few people live in these frozen hellscapes. They're not meant for humans to survive there. I don't, you, I'll never understand it. You know, I I, I take it where, where I can where I can get because in the summer it's like 80s all all yeah. summer. So yeah. with humidity being low, I can go outside whenever I want and not get yeah. burned. <laughs> And not die. <laughs> it's a give and take. You suffer the cold. I, I was born and raised in Ohio, so mm. Northeast Ohio specifically. So I'm used to, you know, getting a foot of snow randomly. Okay. So, it, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> One of our pre-show uh, uh, practice, what, how do you call it? Our, our notes we were going over. Uh, we were mm-hmm. trying to find ways to make fun of Ohio State. And oh, half, of just, no, half of no. the Saints went to Ohio State, and I don't feel comfortable pissing off Michael Thomas any further than he's already been pissed off. <laughs> that is a, a lovely drama fest that I love following. Uh, I love. I, I am a loud, outspoken Michael Thomas fan, and this yeah. son of a bitch co-host of mine refuses to cut him some slack. 
<laughs> yeah, he had, he started off strong. I mean, receivers can be like that after all. Trust yeah, me, we had OBJs. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool minute. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of LSU, Ohio State kind of crossover between these these two teams, I think. Um, and just, just with our fan bases, of course. Um, let me ask you as an Ohio State fan, how does it feel hearing for a Michigan man, uh, Peoples Jones, as as your wide receiver? I mean, does it does it hurt a little bit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say this for years. Um, I hated Baker Mayfield ah. because I love the Browns, but the Buckeyes are my first squad. Mm-hmm. So having to have um, him as uh, my quarterback was painful. It was painful for a while. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. okay. And doubly painful because he was real bad at it. <laughs> yes, that too. So I had to watch him and he beat Ohio State. When he was out if he had beaten so. Ohio State and then planted a flag over there, but then he was doing that for you in the pros, maybe you let bygones be bygones, but <laughs> somehow embarrassing you in college and then sabotaging you at the next level has got to be tough. Yeah, the only the only uh, pro to that in college was that we did beat him in Norman, so it's a give and take, right? We beat him. We actually embarrassed him. It was pretty good. <laughs> That's why he came back all sassy the next year. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, no, people, he's, he's a hell of a receiver. I like um, the way he's been playing. Because um, after a while, to be honest, you get surprised that uh, Michigan actually has receivers. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> um, but now that we, now that we see what people Jones can do, it just reinforces the fact that uh, Michigan can't develop uh, most receiving talent. Mm. I, I digress. Mm. Uh, sorry, my Ohio State's coming up. Oh, uh, no um, sour grapes that they're in the playoffs this year, then. Not, not at all. I hope we can beat them in the natty because, oh, mama. By mm. the way, that, just a side tangent, okay. that would be the most watched football game of the world, oh. just so everybody knows. In history, Ohio State versus Super Michigan in the natty. Yep, especially as revenge yeah. is okay. up to play. The risk, of course, being. That the most watched football game on the planet is the World Cup. So stuff. That's true. It's real, well, real we casual no, slide in there. No, nobody watches that boring game anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody, nobody in America with free speech and patriotism. America. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I was looking online today and I saw some videos with uh, Njoku uh, doing a, our interview, and mm-hmm. they talked to him about Jarvis Landry. And he really credited him with helping to change the culture in Cleveland. I know, you know, he, he's with us, of course, this year. Really? We probably would be willing to trade him back to you if you want to give us a pick, you know. But yeah, You can just have him. You don't, we don't have to trade anything. He's, he's, did he have a catch last week? I don't think so. No, he didn't. So let, let me get the stats out for you. No, he did not. Get him the hell. I'm tired. Oh, man. He had one good game our first week of the season. And when we were all so pumped that we got this LSU guy, he's back, he's he's in my hometown, he's, he's going to be great. Gave us one good game and then told us he was all hurt. Oh, well, I know we're, I'm, I've been playing injured. That's why I've been really, really bad at my job. Just, just take him. Just, we'll leave him in Cleveland. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, too late now. We got the best out of him. So I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> Wrung all yeah, the yeah. damn talent out of that guy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Used up our guy, man. <laughs> All right. So talk to me about Nick Chubb, though, because I'm, I'm hearing some stuff that like he didn't practice today dealing with a foot injury. 
are we expecting him to, to come back and play? Is this like a normal thing from him? Yeah, you hear it usually beginning of the week that he's he's got he's a little banged up from the weekend and and given given how much he ran versus Balti, I'm not surprised he's mm. a little hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and given given his history of having nicks and dings and being behind all week and then comes shows up during the game, that makes sense. Um, I mean, we are getting towards that part of the season where it doesn't matter if we yeah. you play, so it's very possible that he could be like. Eh, or the Browns could hold him out just to keep his health going. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm eh, 50 50 okay. on where uh, where he may end up this weekend, just because I know him historically. But, you know, last year, once they were out of the hunt, it's not that he stopped playing, but mm. he um, it was a different world last year, of course, compared to this year with with Baker being around. So I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I have fantastic news for you. You're playing the Saints this week. Right. <laughs> Anyone who is on the injury list that has been missing time or is questionable, they're going to play and they're going to be awesome because that's how the injury shit works with Saints. Guys yes. can miss weeks and weeks and weeks. Their first game back will be New Orleans and they will play very well. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, coming off a game where we gave up 200 and something yards rushing. Um, you guys got Kareem Hunt. I mean, even if, you know, Chubb didn't play, you Kareem Hunter's role, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep, he knows what he's doing. He's going to be able to throw the ball. It's going to be windy and cold, which is going to be Tim Hill running the ball versus uh, everyone else for Cleveland running the ball. And uh winner's going to have 300 yards on the ground, negative yep. two passing, which will be us because they'll still try to make Andy Dalton throw the goddamn ball and it won't work out very well. <laughs> yeah, Dalton is uh, he's having a season right now. Yeah. He's having yeah. a season. Statistically, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, you, you want better. I mean, Jacoby Brissett was a was a QB until a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, I, I would say yeah. Jacoby Brissett in a heartbeat. Right. I was going to say, the, actually, funny enough, Brissett has a better line than Dalton does. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, told, I, would, I would have taken him. I would have taken Bridgewater. Hell, I would have taken some of the guys that are still on our team now. So I am a bad person <laughs> to go to bat for Andy Dalton. Oh. Oh, Marcus, man, talk to me about this elf at the 50-yard line. What, what's up with that? That's my favorite decision the Browns made this offseason. Okay. Actually, so that is the old logo. I don't know if you guys ever looked into it, but no. that's the old logo um, that the Browns had mm-hmm. until fucking Modell. Sorry, is this a swearing podcast? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Okay. <laughs> fucking Modell came in um, uh, and bought when they bought the Browns. He hated that logo. So um, it's always been oh, like a terrible. Yeah. It's a phenomenal logo and I love it. It's a, it's like a, it's a tertiary logo for the Browns. Okay. And it's, and it's become more in favor in the last couple of years. Um, like the last part, like decade. Uh, it wasn't so much when they, when they came back in 99, but um, it was a logo that the fans, they voted what you want to have at midfield, nothing, which, you know, great. Um, <laughs> I said with extreme sarcasm, um, uh, uh, the Browns helmet, which, you know, incredibly unique. Good job. Uh, or the elf, which, you know, the church, I was like, you know what? It was, it was actually a pretty hefty vote for the elf. Wow. So, um, okay. Actually, I have my only Browns hat is actually the elf. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, uh, but that helmet logo is actually orange. So I'm not sure how that's going to work for a Browns team anyway. It's a little I mean, bit of a misnomer. I mean, you know, hey, Paul Brown, he's a hell of a guy. 
All right. Well, um, we definitely wanted to ask you about Deshaun Watson. How do you feel about how he's progressed so far since he comes back from the suspension and all of the, the BS, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I, I knew it would take time. He, him playing right now is a next year mm-hmm. type deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not because when, it, when it came down to 11 games, if it would have been a half of that, I think we would have had better odds. And then looking at the Browns also schedule, um, the way we were trending halfway through the year, mm-hmm. um, we could have hopefully ended that slide a little earlier and beat some really crappy teams that we should have beaten. Um, but that said, um, I think he's looking a little bit more to form. I knew it would take that dude weeks to get back into it because it right. always does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's getting back to form. I mean, his his history obviously was a big, big old fat red red flag for the entire planet, obviously. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not a fan of his, his past, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, do I support him? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I, I hope he do well just because, you know, Hey, he's, he's the quarterback. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had plenty of just like, just like with, um, um, Baker, mm-hmm. do I support him? Was I a fan of him? Not really. Do I want him to succeed for the sake of the team? Yeah. Cause if the Browns hitch their wagon on this guy, which obviously spending $250 million, they, they have, um, he has to succeed or the Browns whole ship will fail. So yeah. Yeah, I did not. I was. I'll say this. I was also not happy about how much money they spent okay. when they were unwilling to shell out that much money. Right. Um, and they haven't been willing to spe- spend that much money on somebody for years. Yeah. For years, yeah. no free agents were, were ever signed. Big name with a lot of money that ever had any meaningful impact. It's changed in the last couple of years. After zero and sixteen, I think they realized they finally needed to spend money, but. Um, They've spent it in the wrong way. <laughs> so it's been you know disappointing. Even looking at, at his body of work so far, he's come back, you know, uh, you kind of have to look deeper. You got to have to massage those numbers a little bit. You've got to loosen them up and get them a little stretched out. You know, uh, there are situations where it really could have been beating off teams. And uh, it really came down to, uh, you know, the the flexibility and and uh, how how he was able to kind of uh, gently massage the numbers uh, to get to the point where um, – <laughs> I think I think it, it's a little offensive and perhaps a little uh, a little criminal the way they're using him offensively. Uh, it's not really working for his skill set. Uh, he definitely could be much more of a penetrative, uh, dangerous force. You know, um, the kind of thing where defensive coordinators are like, "Man, we got to lock him up." That's really important. Uh, but you know what? Until they utilize that skill set, um, he's he's oh he's going to be walking free the way that he is. And uh, you can only only hope for the best, you know, maybe in the civil sense that we're talking about his contract, you know, maybe that price tag will will deter some people. Uh, But really, yeah, until a defensive coordinator can come along and lock him up for for being the offensive weapon that he is. uh, That's just the situation we're in. Yeah, really. Let's hope he doesn't go to anywhere um, that could negatively impact him on the field, because if he were to do that, um, especially on numerous occasions, um, trying to throw to too many people uh, and get, getting the team in trouble, then that'd be a problem. Yeah, yeah you could definitely see that being an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo, Jim. <laughs> All right, let's pick this game. Cleveland is a three-point home favorite. Marcus, who you got here? Enough. 
Oh, God. They both suck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'd say I could give me the, give me the Browns by three. Um, if as long as even with, I don't, I don't trust hunt durability. Mm. If, if Chubb, if Chubb goes, I think we can get him on the running game. And, uh, if Dalton continues to throw goose eggs, then, um, and Watson is serviceable, um, then I think we'll be all right. Cause the defense has been getting better week by week. Um, somehow, I don't know what, what planet I'm on that that's actually a thing. Um, but, uh, they've been getting better against better teams recently, especially the bucks. Uh, you have one Bengals. of the best defensive players in all of football playing on the defensive line. So yeah, there's that always, you can, you can build around having a guy like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, Craig, who you got? Oh, well, you see, uh, it, it makes me nervous, you know, having a guy like Watson with a chub also uh, in the same backfield as him, uh, that that combination of, of Watson and a chub have really led to a lot of trouble in the past. Um, so I think there's a potential for that to be uh, real dangerous again. I'm going to tell these jokes until this week's over. I don't even care, guys. You can <laughs> shake your heads all you want. They, nobody listening it. to this can hear it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Saints fan. I will always pick the Saints on our show. We're going to get killed. <laughs> we cannot stop the run to save our life. The wind is blowing. They're going to run the ball a million times. Chubb will be healthy and play. Hunt's going to get 20 carries too. Everyone's going to eat. Everyone's going to beat us up. Uh, but Saints by 100 because that's how I pick stuff on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. And I'm trying to win a pick them. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick the Browns. Howard. Bite it to three. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus from the Drunk Riders podcast. Sir, we really appreciate you joining us. Of course, I, anytime. I could take it or leave it, but uh, Dale was really excited, though. <laughs> That's all we have for this week. Uh, we now have a choice in podcasts. We're amazed you chose us. Uh, for my co-host, Old Dice, for Dave's loud-ass truck and the whole BS and Beer family, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. God bless you and yours. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the BS and Beer family. Uh, we, we love you guys. You guys love us, hopefully, sometimes, when Dale doesn't talk too much. On the California Cajun, have a beer. It's on me. Who that? Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at BS and Beer Media. Or if you're old and want to write a strongly written letter, email us BS and Beer at iCloud.com. <laughs>